McCleary said you were brutal. I can be. I want you to hurt him. The tagline for this movie is Bring the Hammer. That is an understatement. State Senator's teenage daughter's been missing all weekend. Her name is Lena. I've heard of these places. If she's there, I'll get her. Close your eyes. You were never really here. Welcome back to Should You Watch This with the Popcorn Priest. Joining me today, a recurring guest, Colin Taylor. Always happy to have him on the pod. The description for this movie is a traumatized veteran, unafraid of violence, that's for sure, tracks down missing girls for a living. When a job spins out of control, Joe's nightmares overtake him as a conspiracy is uncovered, leading to what may be his death trip or his awakening. Directed by Lynn Ramsey, also written by her as well. Top build stars were Joaquin Phoenix and some people that I don't remember. Sorry about that. Runtime is an hour and 29 minutes. Rated R. Genre says drama, mystery, and thriller. I don't know if that really makes sense or not, but that's what Rotten Tomatoes is recommending to you. Rating from IMDb is 6.8 out of 10. 89% from Rotten Tomatoes and 64% from the rest of us. Box Office Hall was $9 million worldwide, which is not very much. And the shooting schedule for this was only like 29 days. So they must not have... They shot it on a shoestring budget and it didn't make very much. That's sad because it was a pretty good movie. Where you can watch this right now is streaming on Amazon Prime, if you have that. So go check it out there. And before we get into the popcorn trivia, I'm doing something a little bit different based on some feedback from the listeners, you guys. I'm gonna, I want to give you the should or shouldn't you watch this from the get-go, and then you can come back and listen to the rest of this review. So five reasons why you should watch this. Our number one, if you're in the mood, and, and obviously the converse happens here. If, if any of these don't sit well with you, then you shouldn't see this. Number one, if you're in the mood for a revenge flick, this is for you. Number two, if you're a fan of Joaquin Phoenix, this is for sure for you. If you like Taken and wished that it was rated R and more dark and a little sad, this is for you. If you want to support female directors, this is for you. And number five, if you want to see a movie that was highly praised at Cannes, but didn't get much love when it was released, this is for you. And a couple of popcorn trivia bits before we get into the review. Very little violence is shown on screen, but often the aftermath of violence that took place just off screen is shown instead. The director stated that before this movie, she had never done anything with a gun, so she had to figure out how to approach violence. Budget constraints didn't allow her to shoot complex action scenes, so this gave birth to the idea to show post-rage aftermath scenes instead of the violence itself. The director confessed she thought it was very risky to use this approach, which I agree with her, because if it didn't work, she wasn't able to go back and reshoot the scenes. Also, received a seven-minute standing ovation at Cannes Film Festival, premiered on May 27, 2017, 
Lynn Ramsey won the award for Best Screenplay, and Joaquin Phoenix won for Best Actor. It made its North American premiere in the Spotlight category at the Sundance Film Festival in Park City, Utah on January 21st, 2018. The title of the movie is explained in the source material in which Joe employs his ex-FBI and military skills to leave no trace. In the Am's not novel, I don't know if I'm saying that right, Joe uses fake identities wears surgical gloves and hides his face from cameras so it would be as if he was never really there. That's where the title comes from, but some of that, most of that stuff he does not use in the film. That's where it differs from the novel. And Popcorn Beefs. I don't really have any beefs with this film other than it appears very violent, but again, most of the violence happens off screen, so if that idea of thinking about that or as, a, as, as you see it happening and then your imagination goes wild that if that that could be off-putting for some people all right let's get into the review of you were never really here from 2017 enjoy Nah, he kind of did there. I kind of did. That was, that was kind of no higher than that. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode it. of the Popcorn Priest. The only episode and not a replacement episode for some non-existent episode. This is only part one, not part two. <laughs> it is... We just screened... Shock and awe. Uh, no. You were never... You were never really here. It was Cole's pick. Uh, traumatized veteran unafraid of violence that is for sure tracks down missing girls for a living when a job spins out of control Joe's nightmares overtake him as a conspiracy is uncovered leading to what may be his death trip or his awakening I don't know that description that's not very good the first half's good I don't think it's implied that he tracks down only missing girls. No, it's implied that he's just kind of like a he's like a foot soldier for some shady private investigator. Yeah, yeah. like a in, assistant to an investigator. Yeah, and does like roughs people up. But a job does go bad. I mean, that's that's the that's that the very, that's that's the movie. It's very very <laughs> that, bad. That movie goes bad, and that's the driving force for the rest of the film. For the rest <laughs> of the evocative images that proceed. Um, I definitely would wouldn't have viewed this film had we not picked it. But <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would have either. I it was it was. I don't know how I find half the movies that I find. It's like it's like this art house thriller, like crime thriller. It's really yeah. it's real good. It's, it was good. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much dry, but way more use your imagination kind of film no it has like this foreign film art house feel to it that's, that's real I mean, crazy drive but yeah yeah. Serious yeah. Art it's house. Like, yeah it's like drives equalizer death wish uh, like no you can't put death wish in there yeah you can I wouldn't put death wish in there that's the last thing that comes to mind <laughs> no drive comes to the mind the first death wish have no. you ever heard seen we, we watched it for this it's no we didn't yeah we did I didn't. Did I pick that? Yeah, probably. No, we didn't watch that. We either. watched it for this because I would never have seen it otherwise because I think it's dope. <laughs> I don't remember watching the first Dead Wish. We watched it for this, I swear. I don't think so. Denzel's in it as an extra. Chris noticed. It was in the old house. I don't remember that. That's, <laughs> that's a new one. I'll have me. to go back in time and see if yeah, we'll go your Netflix history. Because 
I remember seeing either Death Wish 3 or 4 where it's pretty much just the whole neighborhood fighting against each other and they're just blowing each other up and buildings are crumbling and no. I don't remember the first the first one is where he's an architect yes. and he gets his, and he gets his like and he's all traumatized when his wife and kid get murdered but then yeah. he gets his groove back because he just starts killing random criminals yeah I don't remember that <laughs> it doesn't come to mind Jeff Goldblum's in it <clears throat> there, okay it's not the same movie I'm just saying there's some themes for, for Christopher that reminds him of Death Wish but for me and Taylor that did not come to mind no no well, it's, it's more Death Wish than Equalizer Eve. I'd say, I mean, it's... Well, Death Wish, he's trying to get revenge on the people that killed his family, whereas Equalizer, he's just finding people that need help. And equal, And he's trying to get e- things equalized. Yeah, he's trying to equal <laughs> level of play. Because of, because of all the bad things he did when he was in the, the army. Is yeah, that the premise of that show? I've never seen it. It's, it's okay. about 70% of the premise. That being said... But back to the original show we watched. This film is... is there's some great scores. Nothing like Death Wish. <laughs> it's, it did have a good soundtrack. Calm like down. I like that soundtrack. Yeah. The soundtrack's real good. It's got like this really moody, like like synth, like a synth and beats, and yeah, it's good. But it's one of those where you have to use your imagination to fill in the blanks oh, because yeah. there's a lot of jumping forward in terms of moving the plot along. So not a lot of dialogue, a lot of. A lot of visuals over dialogue. It's real slow, and you, yeah, like you're very much happy to piece the plot together together, which is fine because the plot itself isn't overly complicated. But huh. customers also watched Death Wish. <laughs> yeah, customers all, That's also. It's a new one though. Yeah. Customers also watched Avengers, so you can't. Post <laughs> I'm just list. kidding. Jeez, calm down. Joaquin's real good in it. Yeah, Joaquin real, is very, very good in it. Real method turn for him, like he does. His, Seems like a real damaged individual. Yeah, his body, he did some things to it to make it He's contorting weird. it in some way to make him look like... Well, I think a lot of it's the, the scars and stuff they put yeah. on Because his back, you can see where it looks like he got shot or hit by something. I know, but it's like his, he, his whole sh- side of his well, body is like... Because if you look over. on his back, though, Yeah, because he had those scars on it. got like a big like, old lucky cut shrapnel on his back or his shoulder blade or something, so he's like... Slumps that he leans to one side because, like, he's crazy. Back. Real, real dark um, story. It, uh, yes. that, it's, it's like Taxi Driver. That's what another movie it reminded me of. Like a reordered I've Taxi just, Driver. The second half of Taxi driver. driver, I would agree with that because it's. Yeah, the first time of Taxi Driver was like him just as a Taxi Driver. I'm just talking about like the, yeah, like the, the what, gritty crime stuff that happens towards the, the end of that. Kind of vigilante style. Yeah, yeah out for justice. Well. It's good. Yeah, thousand stars. I was only going to give it some stars at first because I was like, this is kind of slow moving, but no, nah, I did. I dug it. I, I liked its slow pace. I liked its moody music. It was good. Cole? I give it three and a half out of four. It was. It why, was do you, why do you take a half star away? Yeah. Because it's hard to hear what's going on. You, yeah. This is a film you're going to need subtitles to actually kind of hear what they're so talking about. I think because you could argue that that's more just the plot not being that clearly presented and you have to piece it together. Well, no, but I mean, even when there was yeah. dialogue, it was hard to hear. You're kind of like... It's a with a lot of movies, though, when you have like people who are in like, some grievous injury trying to say stuff. It's like, you want it to be realistic, but you're like... like but I mean, can you speak a, more clearly, sir? That's what I mean. Everyone's can you put the boom like, mic closer? In, into the mic, in, into the mic, sir. That's what I mean. They're 
it's everyone's traumatized or you know yeah. dying. So I mean, it's you're kind of like what? You, what did you like, say? Are you like Joaquin mumbling because he's this method actor? Because he's <laughs> extremely traumatized. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only I, it's just it's kind of hard to hear what's going on it's this is a film you're gonna need subtitles on if you watch it yeah i agree that that's like a, it's, it's a hard movie to recommend I, I don't think everyone i think most people would you'll, like it you'll know within a half an hour if you can yeah. stand it or not because yeah. if you get bored then it's something you might want to show it's the off. type of movie that i would like recommend i mean it's also like really like the really mature subject matter but yeah for this sure is, this was the other one i was going to pick it's like it's like the Really realistic version of Taken. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, it, that's it, a good way. Yeah, I was gonna say Taken, but it's like way less Hollywood than yeah, that movie. Exa- was. Yeah, like, this is what <laughs> this is a realistic really, soldier. This is kind of a realistic, realistic situation. Like, like, yeah, where everything's terrible and yeah. yeah. Well, I I also give it high marks. Uh, medium bucket of popcorn. I wouldn't give it a bucket for reasons that Cole already mentioned, and I. It would be a select few people that I would say, yeah, you should go see this. You should get this and, and view it, but it's good. But I have, a, I have a good track record of picking out really strange films. Yeah, those are movies. Yeah. Did you pick that one, the Scottish Macbeth movie? Mm-hmm. With? Yeah, that was me. And I, <laughs> we, that was a movie we none of us could understand. The, this, the Tower or whatever that movie was with Loki. <laughs> the really bizarre like, world in the tower where they never leave the tower. One they never explain you, why. One movie you picked that I really liked was was um, that Irish... Oh, 71? 71. Oh, yeah. That one was That one was real rad. That one, I still remember that one. That was a good show. Yeah. Well, uh, again, very, very adult themes, very gritty subject matter, but mm-hmm. if, if, if you're in, in for the mood for some art house crime film... Hit it up for if, sure. If you go in knowing that the main weapon used in this movie is a hammer to uh, <laughs> take people down, if yeah. you don't mind that, it's not an it's not a, a oh, positive man. ad for ball peen hammers the, from the security cameras. That was some good stuff. Was anyway, a, that was yeah, a good, good movie. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, until next time, this is the Popcorn Priest signing off. As always, hit me up on the Twitters if you want to interact with the great Popcorn Priest. I respond to every tweet. Next week, if you want to get caught up with this, I'm kind of excited about this. It's Upgrade from 2018. If you're a gamer, and I'm a gamer, this is going to be right up your alley. Come join us next week for that review, and thanks for joining us today. We'll see you next time.